What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillment Podcast, where we help discover better you by finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. I'm your host, Josh. In this episode, I want to talk about how nobody knows what they're doing, so do it anyway. And really, what it is, is I think on a bigger picture, it's more like, what's the secret to success here? What's the secret sauce and what makes some people successful and some people not? What, what makes the people that get things done different from those that don't, those that live their life unfulfilled on a journey of despair and abandonment and just on a pathway to death, basically. They're doing nothing but preparing for death and the inevitable in the end. And what makes the people that live life to the fullest and to their maximum potential different? What makes their mindset kind of like shift in a different way? And I can definitely attest to this. I mean, I was in one way, right? And I, I think I, I grew up in a, a middle-class family. We, we didn't travel. We didn't do a whole bunch of stuff. We kind of lived our life. And I'm not saying it was bad by any means. It was awesome. I had a really great family and uh, friends and all that kind of stuff growing up. We weren't dirt poor, but we didn't have enough money to really do anything. We did play sports and stuff as kids growing up. But it's interesting to think about that mindset and the mindset that you develop as kids growing up and how you translate that and take that into your daily life and as an adult, right? Um, after college, right? So I went to high school, graduated very well, went on to college after high school and following college, I went to the uh, enlisted, not enlisted, but I commissioned in the army as an officer and I did seven years active duty and then got out. What was it about that that has shifted since the time that I've gotten out into where I'm at today? Why is my mindset different? What have I learned about the mindset of the people that have done similar things or are pursuing a fulfillment journey on their own to come across the same thing? Well, I have definitely seen, and I can attest to this, that the difference is, is most people, like nobody knows what the heck they're doing. Our parents don't know what they're doing. Our teachers don't know what they're doing. Our professors don't know what they're doing. Our business owners, our you know presidents, our secretary, like all the people that we kind of like look up to as kids or who we grow up with, nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Nobody has any idea. The difference is, is when you get into the point where you don't know what you're doing, a lot of times that'll, that'll be scary for you, right? If it's not like a norm or something we're adjusted to, then it's, it's scary. We don't like, we don't understand it, right? So we don't know what it is, but Either society helps us learn something, right? Like going to school, learning like a trade or a college thing or something uh, along those lines or learning how to like walk, talk, breathe, swim, stuff like that, right? Those are things like society. Society accepts as like normal things you should learn how to do and that should be a, a quality, a trait that you learn while you grow up, while you become an adult. So become an adult, right? You learn how to kind of like be in line, do as you're told, obey, follow certain rules, all this kind of stuff. But what makes a difference when people break out, They, for those of us that are trying to start a business or you're trying to get started, I'm specifically talking to you in this episode. This is specifically generated to the people with the entrepreneurial mindset. Why is it that certain people, the Tim Cooks of the world, the Jeff Bezos of the world, why are they successful? The Elon Musks, right? Then some people who start the nine to fives and when they become part of that statistic of the 92% of businesses that fail, why is it that 92% of the businesses fail within the first year or the first five years? Why is that? And why are some people like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, you know, Tim Cook, why are those guys successful? Steve Jobs, I guess not so much Tim Cook, but more Steve Jobs, right? Why are those guys successful? Well, I'll tell you this. When you look at what they do differently, you think their mind is different. You think they, 
think differently, they expand outside the box, right? They do, they do all these things. But the biggest thing that they do is they take a chance. They may not know what they're doing, but they take the leap anyway. Just like the title in the episode says, right? Do it anyway. Just go and do it anyway and give it a shot. And when they say that fail, like you have to fail in order to become successful, you never fail or you never become successful without failure. You hear people like Dan Locke writes it in his books all the time. He's like, I was a 10 year overnight success, right? So like he's fail, 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 fail until all of a sudden he like hits it and he figures it out and he goes and he just takes off. And at that point, it's all, it's just looking back from there, right? You never look back. You're just always going forward. He's always going up at that point. But leading up to that point that that takeoff occurs, there's a lot of failure that happens. And why is that? Why do we, why is that phrase like you have to fail in order to succeed or Thomas Edison's, right? I didn't learn 99 ways to fail. What I did is I learned 99 or 999 ways to not make a light bulb. That's how I made it on the thousands try. You learn all these ways not to do something, right? If you start a business and say you want to start um, a hamburger stand or something, right? And you're trying to go into this hamburger stand. Well, all the times that you're failing, all the times you're not making money, all the times you're, you're advertising on the wrong streets or the wrong billboards or you're meeting the wrong people or you're shaking the wrong hands or you're getting the wrong distributors, all those times that you're doing all these things, you're not failing at them. You can look at it as fail because it's not what you envision as success. So you're not meeting a success. So we classify that as failure. But what's happening is you're learning how not to do that thing. And as long as you keep trying, you will eventually learn how to do that thing properly, right? You'll find the right distributor of, of your ketchup or of your pickles or of your mustard. You'll find the right distributor of your patties or your buns or your cheese, right? You'll find the right locations. If you try so many places and all of a sudden you're like, oh, this one actually works. As long as you persistent and you keep going and you stick to it long enough, you're going to find the right answer. And that's what makes these people different. That's what makes the Elon Musks and the, the Steve Jobs is different of the world is because they understand. They may not at the time, but once you get to a certain point and you have that breakthrough moment and you get there, <clears throat> you do actually learn. Sorry, I don't know what happened. I almost died. <laughs> but you, you, you get to a point where you learn that you can succeed and you will find the right way and you have to it's it's all about shifting a mindset it's changing the mindset you use when you approach things when you approach situations or problems it's all about the shift i think in the book um the subtle art of not giving a fuck when he talks about the concept of happiness and what happiness actually is what what happiness really is in its context and the reality of it is happiness is your ability to solve problems. You never wish for a time when you're not going to have any problems or there'll be nothing for you to worry about, right? Because that's never going to happen. It's never, you're never going to be in a world that is problemless. There will always be something confronting you. It could be tiny money problems. It could be big money problems. No matter what, you could always have money problems, right? No matter what. But your ability to solve them, your confidence in your ability to solve them and to find a solution and to find an answer is what leads to happiness. Think about it. If you are confronted with the thought of, well, let's just do this, cooking dinner at night, right? So you got to eat. You got to eat at night. How confident are you that you're going to find something to eat? Probably pretty confident, right? And you're pretty, it's pretty easy, unless you're in the middle of the ocean or the desert, to find something to eat at night. If we're talking to anybody listening to the podcast, you're probably in range of a cell tower or something, which means you're somewhat near civilization, which means you're probably not too concerned about where you're either going to lay your head at night tonight or where you're going to get your food. You're, you've got a pretty good idea that that's pretty much going to be there. 
So you're not really worried about it. You've, you've been through this before. You've solved this problem before. You either cook something, you order something, you make something, you ask a friend to come over and make you something, somebody else makes you something, you know, a spouse or whatever. Like, the problem of making food is going to be solved. So you, it's not like something that's an issue for you. So, you. so when that problem presents itself, you maintain happiness, right? Now, if you've never learned how to change a car tire and your tire blows out on the side of the highway, you're probably going to have a pretty bad day because you're not confident in your ability to solve that problem, right? So when he talks about in the book of the subtle art of not giving a fuck about your concept of happiness, happiness stems from your ability to solve problems, your confidence in your ability to solve problems. Now that comes from experience generally, right? It comes from experience. You've learned how to do it. You've done it once, whatever. You can solve the problem. You're generally happier. Why are these people like the Jeff Bezoses and the Elon Musks of the world, why are they more successful? Why do they have these bigger ideas than people that, I don't know, work their nine to fives in the secretary positions and the, the more average, we'll call them middle class people of society? Well, it's because they try and by their effort in trying and taking the leap, they learn ways to not do things. They gain experience and their only way to do that, there's only two ways that you can really gain experience. You can either gain experience by doing it yourself and failing and learning what the failure teaches you and taking that and adapting as you go, or you learn by other people's failure. You learn by their experiences, and that can be done through reading, through podcasts, and through talking with people, actually communicating with them. They can teach you the experiences that they've had, and you can embody that and take that lesson with you as you go forward. So you're almost learning you're not failing yourself, but you're learning from someone else's failure. And when you get approached with that problem, you know, okay, this is what happened to them before. This is why they don't make this decision. So I'm going to make the other decision, right? When you're learning how to start a business or something, okay, I don't spend money on, on marketing quite yet because I don't have a brand yet. I don't have a logo to you know market or anything. So you learn these little lessons. Whereas, you know, maybe you wouldn't have known that. It's a really simple example. I understand it's, it's super rudimentary, but when we get to the understanding level of what makes the people different and what makes them go? Really, guys, I want you guys to wrap your head around the basis of this episode. This episode, the basis is of taking the chance, taking the leap and getting a start. You never build an empire, a real estate empire, without starting, without taking that first step, without taking that leap. You may fail. It may not work out. But guess what? You're going to learn things. When I first started my real estate investment company, what I did was we started just on a couple small deals. We just tried to do some weird ass things. We'd never done a flip before. So our first flip, we were like, okay, let's try it. We tried it on a small little house and we learned a lot of lessons just in that first step because we learned who the, who the lenders were that we couldn't, couldn't work with. We learned how to work with bringing in investor money and how we were going to do that. We learned what contractors needed to know and what they couldn't, couldn't work with. We, need, we learned about zoning and zoning regulations. We learned about, you know, like who you talk with and how your realtor can have such an impact in the deal. We learned about off-market deals and on-market deals, right? All these things that we learned just from doing experience, from taking the leap. We, we expected to fail. We didn't expect one to even close on a house on time. To <coughs> Boy, I ate some spicy chili and it's still in my throat. It was a bad time to record, but... <laughs> Also, I've never made chili on my own before, so I think I may have used too many jalapenos. I think that's what's kicking my ass right now, but <laughs> bear, bear with me on this one. This may be a brutal ride. See, there you go. You don't, you, don't, you don't learn unless you try. I've never made chili before, and I tried. Now I know next time to use 
six fewer jalapenos than I went with uh, this time. I think two would be a pretty better, uh, a pretty good number, and I think I went with eight. I had a lot, so don't judge me. But there you go. Prime example, right? You never know unless you try. That's why I just said, fuck it, and I'm going to give it a shot. And I chopped up eight, and now I'm feeling every bit of that. But that's the, the whole thing is just taking the leap, taking the chance, learning how to go. Some people are afraid, right? They're afraid of buying homes. They're afraid of buying real estate. They're afraid of making their first purchase. They're afraid of getting into the game and getting out of their comfort bubble of that safe and secure job and throwing money in their 401k and just pissing their future away. Instead of taking the leap and taking a chance on making a better future and making a better, you know, shot for themselves. Um, I know I will be, I, well, I am right now, but I'm saying I will be in a drastically different place in one year from now, two years from now, three years from now, because I know I'm taking the chances. I know I'm taking the leaps. And while it may not be socially acceptable, while it may not be accepted by family and friends and, you know, whoever else may not be like totally supporting it or whatever, you don't need those people to be influencing what you're doing because they're not, they're not they don't have the same goals. Clearly, if they're like judging you or if they look down upon you or whatever, they don't have the same goals that you do. So those are the people you can cut out of your life because they're not going to support you as you go through it. You can edit the time that you're going to spend with people like that because they're not here to support you. You need to find yourself people that are going to support you so that when you take these chances, you take these leaps, they're only going to motivate you and continue to help you grow on that path, on that journey to your fulfillment more so than what they would on their own. So leave them be. All right, we don't need to like we don't need to have that influence in our life. We don't need to have those people in our life. We just need to have positive energy and positive reinforcement as we go through this journey. Because the hardest part, as you're going through, and you can talk to anybody that's tried starting a business, you know, start launching a product, going into entrepreneurship, whatever. You can talk to anybody that's tried something like this, and you can ask them. What's probably one of the hardest things you've had to learn. And you can almost see. I mean, shit. You can go on Instagram and just scroll through the stories and the highlights and everything of like all these like people. And when you get like people standing up on the stage, you know, at the award ceremonies or whatever, they're always like, "Keep going, right? Keep trying. Just don't give up. Never give up." You know, right? That's what they all say. Well, at the root of that message, while that yeah, it's a great tagline and stuff. But what the root of that message says is, if you don't give up, you just continue to keep learning. You continue to keep learning the ways in which you don't do what it is you're trying to do. And you'll eventually come to the solution as long as you continue to keep going. As long as you continue to keep trying and you continue to learn, if you don't learn from the problems, you're never going to get it right. They call that being coachable when you're playing sports and stuff. If you're not coachable, you're not learning. If you're not learning, you're not changing. If you're not changing, you're not adapting. If you're not adapting, you're not going to grow. So you got to learn how to grow. you got to get to the grow point. you got to be coachable. You have to be able to adapt. So as long as you're learning from the mistakes that you're making through the journey, you're going to get there. You're going to get there. And one of the key points to learning is being able to get over yourself. Get out of that fucked up, fragile ego mindset. Get yourself in the sturdy ego. Accept that changes sometimes need to be made and then do it. You see the people that get on uh, Shark Tank all the time, right? And they're, they dump their whole house. They remortgaged everything. Like everything's upside down, maxed out credit cards, all this stuff, right? They're all in. All in. Everybody's got every, all, every dollar spent. People have died somehow and there's always a tragic story involved. So tears come out and... The people are all in on these crazy inventions that they made. Well, sometimes some of the people, the ones that the sharks don't invest in or don't believe in, are people that don't understand that they need to accept that they're sometimes wrong. Sometimes you have to make a change. Sometimes you have to let go of you always being the person that's right. And you have to understand that maybe there's some adaptation, some adaptation that I have to take into account, that I have to change, some changes I need to make in order to make it better. If I thought that this fucking chili with 800 jalapenos that I just dumped into it is like the best chili in the world, 
and I keep going after it, man, my chili's going to suck every time I eat. I'm going to have this problem every time. I'm burning my throat out every time I make my damn chili. But if I learn from it and like, you know what? Maybe I don't know how to make the best chili. I've never really done this before. I don't have a ton of experience. Maybe I'm not like super good at making chili. So I'm going to learn. And then guess what? As I go through, next time I'm not going to dump 800 jalapenos. Instead, I'm going to chop up like maybe one or two and I'll put them in it. And then it's going to be a little bit better. And then you just keep learning. Then that time you're like, okay, cool. Jalapenos are fixed. Now what's next? Oh, I should use less than, you know, 6,000 tablespoons of cumin. Cool. Now this tastes a lot better than it did last time. Tastes like a beet farm or whatever, you know, like you learn these lessons as you go through them. And as you continue to adapt and change and go and you can improve and you make things better. So that the root of everything, right? It's take the leap. It's take the chance. And it's be able to adapt and understand that you have a sturdy ego. Get yourself to the sturdy ego mindset. If you haven't listened, I think it's like, fuck, episode eight or nine or something. I talk about it. Go in there and listen to that episode because I talk about what it means to have a sturdy ego, what it means to have a fragile ego, and how those two can kind of interact in the problems with having the ego that's fragile and how that can inhibit you from actually getting to where you need to be, from making the improvements that you need. Because you won't learn from anything. You'll always think you're right. And you're not. We're not all right. Never. That's never the case. If you're in a relationship and the person says they're always right, get the fuck out. Because it's a bad relationship. I promise you. You're going to be miserable. And the happy wife, happy life, I get it. It's funny. It's haha. It's good. It's good to laugh at. But you're going to have a miserable spouse if that's the way you live. So get out of anything that's like fucking fragile ego. If they can't take criticism, if they think they're right all the time, leave. Not for you. It's not for you. You need to be somebody that can adapt, can change, can understand, can know that they want to grow and want to get better. If you can't, then you got to work on yourself for that. But that's something that you got to do. You're in the closed state, if that's the case. You got to get out of the closed state. You got to move yourself to the open state so you can make the changes and you can start growing together with somebody else. We're talking about a relationship. Same thing with business, though, I guess, right? If it's in business, then you got to be able to do the same thing. You got to be able to grow. You got to be able to understand that you're not always right. You got to make changes. If you get on the phone and your business is 100% commission, you can't sell shit on the phone because you think you're always right and you're arguing with people, guess what? You're going to suck and you're probably going to go pretty broke pretty quick. So got to learn to adapt and then implement those changes. But take the chance, right? Coming back to the, the same thing. I want you guys to really understand that. It all comes back to taking a leap, taking a chance. I did not know when I first started with uh, my real estate back in 2017, when I started buying my, I bought my first house and then I started with Airbnb to try and make money on, you know, rentals and stuff. And when I first started that, I had no idea what I was doing, right? I had not a single clue in what renting a home meant. I thought that was for people that were rich, investors to make a lot of money. I didn't know what the heck it meant, but I did it anyway. I took a leap. I tried, I made an account and I started and I just got going. And what happened was over the first year, there's a lot of things that I learned. A lot of things. I learned what people like. I learned what people don't like. I learned what gets you positive reviews. I learned bad cleaners and good cleaners. I learned bad maintenance people and good maintenance people, right? I learned timelines. I learned software. I learned all these things by trial and error, by just trying, by just starting. Nobody starts something like that and just has all the answers. Unless they talk to somebody else and somebody else shows them or they read a book or they watch a show or they study it or something, right? You can do that and that's how you get off on a good start. If you don't have that, then you start it on your own and you take that and you learn the experience yourself. And if you want to give back, you can do once you learn it all, you can give back to people. Like I teach people now how to do it on their own. A lot of times if I take on a client or they reach out to me and they say, hey, I need help with management. 
and they're not going to be a good fit for me, right? I can tell sometimes by personality or just by uh, condition of the property or whatever, if they're going to be a good fit for us as a business. And if they're not, then a lot of times what I'll do is I'll give them some pointers. I'll say, hey, here's some things you need to work on. Here's some things you need to do. Once you get to that point, you should be ready. And here's what you need to do next. And you can kind of coach them along things that they wouldn't know how to do just like I didn't when I started so that they're ready when the time comes and when they're prepared for it. Right. But there's some actions and some things you have to do. But there's experience learned through what I've done and I can teach that to other people. And that's the same with you guys. If there's something you're, you you want to start, you're afraid to get going on it, and you're afraid to take the leap, do it. Just do it and understand that there's going to be a bit of a learning curve. There's going to be a bit of a, a learning curve that you have to understand and you have to learn to do before you get there. The same thing actually holds true when you look at dating. When you look at dating, what it is is you're kind of, in a sense, starting a business. You're learning, and I'm not saying starting like a fucking whorehouse or something, so don't take me literally here, but... What I'm saying is you're starting a business in the art of you are learning what it is you like and what it is you don't like. You have you have this kind of knowing in your heart of what you want, but you don't know what that actually looks like in a person. And you learn that by dating. And as long as you don't settle for something that's lower, right? You don't settle for somebody that's not that, aka failing, giving up, then you will find happiness. You will succeed. You will succeed just like in starting a business. You learn all these ways, right? Thomas Edison, you, you learn 999 ways not to make the light bulb. As long as you don't settle somewhere in that 999 tries, as long as you don't stop, if you would have stopped, that would have been the same as like settling for somebody in a relationship that's not exactly what you want. But you keep going until you get that 1,000th try and then it works. That's like waiting until you actually meet somebody that lights you up and, and drives you crazy. And just and makes you just so in love and so happy that it's the most genuine, pure, real feeling you've ever had. So the same thing even holds true in there. It's, it's, it's great when you can understand this and see this. And that's why I want to explain it, hopefully, as rudimentary, rudimentary and as basic as possible. Because if I've learned anything, it's the art of starting and trying and getting the experience to get to the point where you can perfect. And being able to adapt and change as you go is how you're going to make it and how you're going to be successful. People on Shark Tank that can't change, that can't adapt, they fail. They go bankrupt. They they give up. They stop. But the people that mortgage the houses and do all the same stuff, but they keep going, are the people that are going to make a change. If they can make the changes, right? Sometimes people get on the Shark Tank and the sharks don't invest, but they're like, hey, I think you need to do this with your distribution. I think you need to change this to the product. I think you need to get rid of these three items out of your line. Just focus to this one or focus to these couple. If you just focus on those and make those changes and the people that are willing to accept that and they have a sturdy ego, so they understand they're not always right, they can accept that they need to make a change and they learn and they can adapt, you will follow up on those people and on those stories and you'll be like, holy shit, they made it. Like, look at them. They're successful. They, they pulled it off and they do and they, they turn into these multi-million dollar businesses selling whatever it was, right? By taking the advice that they've gotten from people with more experience and implementing that themselves. It's very, 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 very interesting stuff. I want you guys to be able to embrace that and understand that and really like embody it when we go and when we look at what it is we want to do. If there's something you genuinely want to do, take the leap, take the chance, start, do it, and don't give up. If you really want it, don't give up. Make sure you're coachable, make sure you adapt, but keep on grinding. I'll tell you when I started my, um, my media agency, when I started, so I have a, I have a digital uh, marketing uh, agency that I started back uh, pre-COVID, or it was like right in the beginning of COVID, early 2020. And 
what a time to start. Now, the crazy thing is, is if I would have been, if I would have started a little bit earlier, I probably would have learned the lessons that I learned through COVID prior to, and then it would have been really been able to capitalize on, on the market and the amount of digital that came out during COVID. But I mean, better late than never, right? I started just before COVID kicked off and then throughout COVID, I learned all these lessons and I learned what not to do, what not to buy, who not to listen to. I think I went through two or three mentors, people that I really wanted to work with and they just weren't right for me. They weren't thinking the same mindset. They weren't saying the right stuff. They weren't doing the right things. Um, they weren't going to drive me in the direction that I knew I wanted to go. And thank God I didn't listen to them because if I had settled on what they want, then I wouldn't be fulfilled right now. But I didn't. I kept going. I kept doing what I needed to do. I kept learning these lessons. And I, I'm not kidding you. I spent money on shit that i not saying I shouldn't have because it taught me, right? It was a lesson. It was something that I learned and I adapted from it. But it wasn't something that ended up becoming profitable for me. Did it result in profit? Yes, absolutely. I it learned the lesson from it that was invaluable that created the growth that I needed to become successful down the road. But at the time, right, when I did that, it was it was... It was a mistake. I'm not saying it was a mistake, but it was a mistake, if that makes sense. If you can wrap your head around this idiom that I'm trying to make up. But it wasn't It wasn't right. It wasn't the actual like end-state answer. But I had to learn it, right? I had to learn these lessons in order to get through to where I was going. So I made a lot of mistakes. I, I spent a lot of money doing things that I shouldn't have done. And I got to the point where I kept trying. I didn't give up. And I kept going, and I found a mentor. I found a guy, Ben. Shout out to you, man. But I found a mentor and somebody who was doing what I needed to do, and he was further along in the process, and he was able to catch me and help me grow and pull me through that and, and get me to a point where now I am profitable, and now I am making you know, a shit ton, and I am you know, helping people and coaching people and doing you know, what I love day in and day out. But I didn't give up. I, I tried. I took the leap. I didn't know the first thing in marketing. I didn't know the first thing in like sales coaching. I didn't know the first thing in business, I guess, other than my Airbnb stuff. But like, I didn't know any of that stuff. But I learned. I learned and I tried. And I kept going long enough until I became successful. So I want you guys to take that same lesson away. That's what I want you to take out of this. Um, there's a quote that goes, and I think this is a super, super powerful quote. But it says, nothing holds you back more than insecurity. Make no mistake about it. Insecurity kills more dreams than failure ever will. You didn't even try. You haven't failed. You're just insecure. You call things failure, but in reality, you didn't even get up off the sidelines and attempt to go. You never failed. You just gave up. You stopped trying. Because what failure is, the failure is really ultimately in stopping and ending what your pursuit is and giving up the dream that you had. That's the ultimate failure. And I want you guys to understand that if you continue to drive, you continue to coach yourself, continue to find whatever it is, the, the relentless pursuit after what you want, as long as you continue to drive forward on that, you're going to be successful. You will find the answer. And that's the biggest, if I can say there is a big lesson that I have learned out of any of this, that's it. That is the biggest, the greatest lesson that I could take away from this pursuit and this journey in starting these businesses. I have three businesses now that I run. One with the digital media, one with the market, with the, uh, the, the real estate investing, and then one with the property management. So I, I have three different, I have one on the sideline too that I would love to start, but I just, I don't think I have the time. I don't think time's, you know, right now I need to, I think I need to sell a business first before, before I kick off this, uh, this other one, which would be a lot of fun, but not there, not, it's not the time for me just yet. So, but I mean, I have all these things that I've started and I love it. And the lessons that I've learned and the things that I've taken away, one of the biggest ones is, 
is you have to continue to keep trying. You have to keep going. As Jason Capital says, keep fucking going. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep going. Keep trying. Keep driving. Keep going in the direction that you think is best. Be coachable and adapt when the times come and the time requires you to. If you're selling, if you're selling uh, hamburgers at the hot dog stands, right, and, and you got hamburgers and hot dogs and uh, we'll say pudding or something, right, you're going to learn that some people don't like pudding at the hot dog stand. It doesn't work. It doesn't sell. It's not what they're walking up there for. So you have to learn to adapt, and maybe the reason you're going on a business is because all this pudding doesn't keep for you know overnight because you can't refrigerate it, and it keeps going bad, and you're spending a lot of money on it, and your business is going under because of it. Cut the damn pudding. Nobody wants it. Get rid of it. Be able to understand that. Don't be so attached to the idea that the pudding has to work or your grandma used to make it, so that's why you keep it on your shelf. Get the fuck rid of it. If it's not working, be able to understand that, adapt, be coachable, and get rid of it. And do what you need to in order to be successful. Start selling all the hot dogs. Start doing what you need to do. That's the biggest lesson that I'm taking away. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you guys take a lot away from it. It seems like it was super short. I don't know why, but it, I mean, it's a half hour like episode, so it's as long as any of them have been. But thanks, guys, for listening. Again, on Instagram, hit me up, fulfillment underscore podcast. Make sure you guys send me some DMs. Give me some feedback. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. If you guys want some coaching or you want some help, uh, hit me up. So if you guys want, JR Media underscore consulting is my digital media page. The business is JR Media, so that's my digital ad uh, agency. If you guys want help on that stuff or in that space, or you want to grow a business, by all means, reach out on that page. And that's where you send me a DM and just reference podcast. Send me a DM, say podcast, and I'll know exactly where you're coming from. I'll even know probably exactly what episode you're referring to. And just let me know, hey, podcast, I want some help. I want to learn what it is you do and how you can help me grow my business and how you can scale. And I, I tell you, I've worked with several, several businesses, multi-million dollar you know, corporations and stuff that have all expanded and grown and taken a lot of the lessons and stuff that I've learned and helped grow other businesses, especially with the digital marketing and ad side. So if you guys want any help there, hit that up. Otherwise, send some DMs on fulfillment underscore podcast. Let me know what you guys like. Let me know what you guys don't like. And other than that, I will see you guys in the next episode. See ya.